everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially the Great Khan, cosplaying as Dick Togo. My name is Luke. <laughs> I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is uh, Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hey, my name's Andy, a.k.a. Mr. Guy, and, uh, you know, I'm excited, man. We got two great shows to talk about. I mean, you know, some good, some bad, maybe on these shows, we'll see. And then uh, a lot of fun stuff, too. And there's news. I mean, this is like a jam-packed full episode. This is going to be all kinds of cool shit. But, Luke, I mean, we have to do the professional stuff. But I want to hear more about Tamashi from you. You went to Tamashi. So I guess we got to talk about that a little bit. And I'm interested to hear more about it. All right. We'll we'll do that. But, uh, yes, thanks for reminding me that uh, professionalism may or may not be my job. There are ways people can contact us if they wish to. Uh, neveropenpod at gmail.com for any written or voice emails. Uh, interact with us on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusifer tweets. And collectively, we are at neveropenpod, where you can interact with us during, during awesome shows, such as the ones we're about to talk about. Oh, well, one's awesome and the other one's really good. So I'll, I'll let the cat out of the bag there. Also, we have a Teespring store where you can buy merch that'll make you look never as fat. So do that. Yes. Professionalism. Yeah. So you and your wife, you went to the Tamashi show in Melbourne and you met a bunch of wrestlers and you guys recorded an episode about it. So you got to listen to that if you want to hear the whole the whole story. Huh. But you met a bunch of wrestlers. huh? How was that? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, so we, we get to the motel and as we're leaving... Yeah, just to go get some food and stuff before the show. We saw uh, two young lions leave. It was the two that we saw lose these twins later on the show, I think, or maybe the first match against Gore. I can't remember. Uh, unless I look at the card right now, they don't have it up. So, you know, professionalism. <laughs> well, they yeah, can the listen to the episode if they want the details. You know, this is a. That's right. Here. So, yeah, I got to meet. Uh, <laughs> I got to meet. Uh, oh, my brain's gone. Oh, bad, bad luck, Farley. Kyle Fletcher. Aaron Hanare, and, uh, of course, Mr. Robbie Eagles. Now, Jack Bonza was there because he was sitting next to Farley. Slex was there, and I was like, oh, I'll go say hello to Slex, but I want to I want to just uh, say hello to all, all four of the uh, you know, main New Japan guys first. And then I do that, and Slex has gone back to the back or something, I guess. So uh, I didn't quite get to meet Slex, but he, he, he looks like a – in his casual clothes, he looks like a rugby footballer. Like I wouldn't want to mess with him. He's 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 big dude. But uh, yeah, so meet grit was really cool. I uh, stupidly gave uh, Mr. Robbie an ultimatum: you can have the matte sticker or the shiny one. You must choose. <laughs> and it was only later on I was just like, why don't I just give him one of each or a whole bunch of them or something? Like, why don't I <laughs> why don't I make him choose? I don't. Isn't this about promoting the podcast, Luke? You fucking idiot. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that's pretty funny. So, and yeah. Hanari, he didn't want a sticker. He wanted mm. the never open title, right? He says he's going to get that. Yeah. So we, I think we're about to get in there for a photo and uh, he sees the shirt uh, for the second time. He first, he made a comment about it. It's like, oh, you guys made fun of me. And I'm like, hey, us make fun of you. Uh, no, that's the co-host. Of course. <laughs> Like, he's a big dude. I'm going to throw you under the bus for sure. Sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Bring it on, I'd expect Hanari. nothing less if it, if it was the reverse. So, uh, <laughs> but then he looks at the shirt. He's like, I'm going to get that one day. 
and uh, so uh, you know, I wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, you know, I've, I've uh, already gotten my photo with two never open champions, Mister uh, Minaro Suzuki and uh, Tomohiro Ishii. So I'd like to have had my photo with more. So yes, get those titles, boys. And all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that was that was a meet and greet. It was pretty short. It was about like half an hour, forty minutes, something like that. It was nice. Uh, got to have a good a little chin wag with with all the guys, all of all four of them. So it was nice. They're all four really approachable, fun dudes. They will do the uh, fun, silly thing of like some guy went, wanted to get a photo, but he had a fucking bullet club hat on. He wouldn't take it off. So, you know, they make fucking motions of get that shit off. And then like two seconds later, they're like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Crowns up. So, you know, really, really fun little fan interactions like that, too. So I like that about New Japan when they do that. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, the we also had the Robbie Eagles interview last week, which was pretty cool, kind of out of nowhere for folks. And, you know, I'm not saying we're going to be doing a bunch of interviews or anything, but the timing seemed right for that. So it worked out really well. And that was a lot of fun to do. I hope you guys. Yeah. So I, like. One of the first things he says to me is, I was like, oh, thank you for so much for having me on the podcast. And I'm thinking like, bitch, are you for real? Thanks for having you on our podcast? Dude, thanks for taking an hour out of your day just to fucking talk to just two fans about some shit. Like, holy shit. I, like that, I, I didn't say that out loud, but that was my reaction. I'm like, thank me? Like, what? Thank you, man. I did Here, that. now have one sticker. <laughs> Yeah. If you were better, you would have gotten to... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and after that, uh, yeah, I met up with Charity again, who was safely nestled at the bar next door at the venue. So and then uh, we had headed in. So we, we were on the uh, kind of left-hand side for the first half, where uh, you, you might have seen a photo I, I tweeted out. And then for the second half, I was like, let's go to the right hand side of the of the whole show because uh, I saw Gino by the bar, so maybe maybe he'll stick his head out and I can at least go, hey, it's Luke from Never Open Pod, thanks for doing my podcast. But I never saw him again. But uh, we were standing next to Gore for most of the second half, which uh, Charity <laughs> kept commenting on. It's like, oh my god, he's like right there. He's got so many muscles, and I'm like, shut up about muscles. Now, uh, <laughs> so when I was listening to you, man. I was listening to what you guys had to say about the show, and I thought it was really funny. You're like, well, when I did see Gino, he looked like he kind of had a serious face on, which made me laugh pretty hard because, like. There's some promoter types that you see them with the serious face and you don't get, you don't want to be anywhere near them. <laughs> I mean, there's some like people that you want to go fuck with them. <laughs> they got a face on like that. It just kind of depends on who they are. So I wonder what kind of yeah. person Gino is. This is pretty funny. Like I saw him and I was like, oh, this Gino, maybe I should. But the wrestling had started and his face looked pretty serious. And I just had flashbacks <laughs> of him telling us what a nightmare it was to kind of like uh, do the backstage stuff for, yeah. you know, the two previous festival hall shows. So I'm just like, well, if he's got a bit of that going on right now, I'm just going to, you know, Hey Gino, he's over there. I saw him like, it's all good. So uh, I, like after the show, I didn't see him either, but uh, Robbie and Kyle came out still in their wrestling gear, come out, came to chill out and have some beers and stuff. But uh, we didn't stick around too much after the show. Because uh, it was anniversary and we wanted to uh, have a few more drinks and we had a podcast to record. So that's, that's kind of how we decided to do it. Man. You know, so, uh, yeah. Got to shout out. To, 
I shout out to charity, you know, for being yeah. awesome. That's incredible. Thank you. Oh yeah. She, she was great. And I think she forgets sometimes that uh, even though she's maybe a bit overwhelmed and over the amount, sheer amount of wrestling that uh, I have to consume in order to do this podcast, uh, she likes live wrestling a lot. So yeah. uh, she had a fucking blast. So you, you, sorry, it's new New Japan wrestling as well. It might be lots of Aussie and New Zealand wrestlers there, and it might be you no know, Japanese, Japanese, you know, New Japan wrestlers, but it still felt like a New Japan show, and it was a good time. So, yeah, I got to shake Robbie's hand after the match, uh, after the match, after the show. And he's like, hey, that match was worth the price of a mission, right? And I was like, fuck yeah, it was. He and Kyle Fletcher just crushed it. Oh, my God. It was really good. So uh, if you don't watch the whole show, Mr. Mr. Guy, uh, I'd, I'd say check out Robbie Eagles versus Kyle Fletcher. It's a really good time. Yeah, well, I, I want to see Hanari lose, so I might watch that match too. We'll I couldn't believe it too. Like, <laughs> I, I was just like, wait, what? Because, uh, you know, I'd, I'd already said to charity, I was like, I wonder which way he's going to choose to win this match tonight. So, uh, holy crap. <laughs> and, and then he, oh, by the way, I didn't, I don't, also another thing I didn't mention. So not only were we hanging, hanging out, not with Gore, just like, you know, Gore adjacent, like right next to him. <laughs> but here's the death match down under champion. Oh, nice. So, you know, like, so like, they protected him. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so, well, you know, he won the. He was in the. He, he was in the first match against the other line, so I, I, I doubt he was going to lose. But uh, oh, okay, I got him confused with UGG for some. But reason. Caveman UGG. Yeah, I was. Expecting. Has been some kind of Australian champion somewhere. Uh, I think, I'm pretty sure I've seen him. He was at Deathmatch Down Under too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, you got a better memory for the shows I've gone to than I do. So I'm just well, it's hard to forget somebody named Caveman UGG, but yeah, I mean. Robbie Eagles knew more about what matches you'd seen than you had when we interviewed him, which was pretty funny. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. He, uh, he, he was really prepared, was man. Like uh, guys. Oh yeah. He knew. He knew oh, yeah. what was going on. You know. That was pretty fun. Well, um, that sounds like you guys had a blast. I'm glad that you got to see that. Uh, I was supposed to go to AEW last week, but uh, life got in the way, so I wasn't able to make it. I, we yet again yeah. have not seen Daniel Bryan wrestle live, so. Just one of those things I'll never get to see. But uh, I think we have like a bunch of new stuff. But before we get to that, I just want to say something real quick about Twitter. Just because like, okay, so Twitter's been like our main, this is like a little housekeeping thing. It's been one of, you know, like our main way to get our show to everybody. And like, Mm -hmm. if you've noticed, it's weird now. Like if you just go to your feed, your feed's like shit from six hours ago, shit from yesterday, shit from one hour ago, nothing from right now. Or it's just nothing – you're just not seeing people's tweets. So I, I don't know what's wrong with it. I hope it gets fixed. Maybe this doesn't matter. But if you're a listener of ours out there and you can, you know, retweet the show, we'd appreciate it just because I think no one's seeing it uh, like a lot of the stuff. So I don't know why that – it just seems like that, you know, we were the only people on Twitter this morning it seemed like. And it's like, I know that's not right. You know, that was like a – the show that for me it was you know at like midnight this morning, which means it was at 9 p.m. on the West Coast, and there was nobody up. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just seems like something weird's going on with Twitter. So if you can help us with that, I also started a Reddit account for the show, which has been an adventure already, um, and I'm going to try to maintain that as well, just so that we have other ways that people can hear our stuff because I think it's worth hearing. So there you go. So many ways to interact with us, but uh, not only that. <clears throat> There's also other things on the on the Tweety that I've noticed, like you and I, yeah, we'll have our 
opinions and we'll say our, uh, you know, salty or hot takes or whatever on the Tweety, but then we'll say something like super nice or something we're into, which sounds like a, a generic, we love this tweet. And they're usually the ones that New Japan Global is like, oh, they like this retweet and, you know, something like that, right? I don't think they're seeing tweets either. Right. You know, so it's not like we're, I'm tooting my horn and saying, like, they, they love us to get it. But every show, at least one of our tweets, either early on or in the middle or something like that, they might just say, retweet something we've done. So it's weird. It doesn't happen anymore. It hasn't happened for, for well, yeah, thanks, Elon, you fucking dickbag. Yeah, something's fucked up. So, you know, if you guys yeah. can help us, great. Hopefully it'll just get fixed and we won't ever have to talk about it again. But right now Twitter's kind of broken. So help us if you can, you know. Yeah, that would be absolutely lovely. We'd we'd appreciate that big time. All right. Look, I heard I heard that something yes. else fucked up fucked up happened to you and New Japan did it. Well, they charged you twice for wrestling. Oh, that that's right? true. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Charity comes into the room the other day and she's like, "Wait." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." We got charged by New Japan twice. What's going on? I'm like, I don't know. What's going because, on? Yeah, because we got a new, we got we got a new card and you know account or whatever. So you know, I won't go into that. So I I swapped over the details, so it would take go from that account to the other. Who cares? Anyway, charges twice. I'm like, oh, that's that's really weird. Anyway, I go to the New Japan website, just New Japan World, and yeah, they're very well aware of it. There was a red bar right at the top. Well, you know, we've double billed some of you motherfuckers. Uh, we're trying to sort it out. And uh, yes, they did refund the money. I'm surprised they did refund the money. I, I'm surprised they didn't just go, uh, next month's free. Right. Um, yeah, free with an asterisk because, you know, we already fucking paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's a silly little thing that happened. But uh, technically, uh, I did get charged by New Japan Pro Wrestling twice. So uh, that did happen. Yeah. That's funny. Didn't happen to you. Yeah. No, didn't happen to me. You know, they were I was I was lower on the list. You know, they <laughs> figured figured to screw up up before they got to me. But I thought that was kind of a funny little thing that happened. Um, and then we also learned the first batch of the wrestlers from uh, that are going to be in the All Star Juniors Festival 2023. It's very Ooh. optimistic. They're calling it Junior Star Festival 2023, meaning there'll be more of these. And uh, it's on you know March 1st at Kurrigan. Now, you don't know any of these, right? I do not. So we'll go through these. The very first one is Hiromu Takahashi. We knew that one. Uh, <laughs> El Desperado no, has been invited tough. as well. Nice. Yep. Uh, we have Ishimori invited. We have from Noah, that guy, the amazing Noah junior wrestler that's like the champion, Amakusa, that guy. He's going to be in it. Nice. Incredible. Uh, we got from Dragon Gate. Uh, Dragon Kid, I think is what it says. It's in Japanese. I can't read it. So I think it's Dragon Kid. So he is good at the wrestling, master wrestler. Uh, from All Japan, we have... Oh, here they are. They're, sorry, they're in English underneath that. Yeah, that was uh, that was Dragon Kid, yes. And then below, we got the next guy's Atsuki Oiega, Yagi. And that's from All Japan. He looks salty, man. He looks pissed off. Uh, from place that i can't describe i have no idea where he's from but it's musashi uh that seems like a guy we've seen before uh we got from ddt yuki unimo never heard of him 
Billy Ken Kid from Osaka Pro, which I don't think I've ever watched any like modern Osaka Pro. And then some names we've heard of. We got L. Lindemann from Gleet, of course. And then Volador Jr. Volador Jr. is like, I'll already be in town for Fantastica Mania. I'll stick around. So Volador is uh, going to be in it as well. So that's fun. Sweet. That's a really cool item uh, based on the people I do know. Uh, based on the wow. people I don't know, I'm still really excited to see them and uh, be introduced to them. So that's, that's, this is a great idea. Uh, a bit of a celebration. Robbie? Yeah, Robbie. Uh, we we want to on this. You remember that guy that uh, the like Raven guy? That's what you called him. He, I think he was from. Oh uh, yeah. From, uh, from Joe Nova, Dante right? or yeah. something. Oh, Joe, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, oh, he, uh, he should be in this, like, right? He should be in this and face Desperado in the first round. I want to see that. <laughs> Is it a tournament? I think so, yeah. Oh, sweet. That's called, oh, nice. it's called the All-Star Juniors Festival. I can't imagine it's not for something, right? I mean, it could just be a bunch of matches. If it is, cool. That's fine, too. I'll, I'll festivate yep. with the festivals or however you do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic and mania it's not a pay-per-view is it it's like a new normal like we could just watch it it's a tour it's just a tour of shows and there might be like it's just like you know any new japan tour it's just got a bunch of cml wrestlers on it i saw all the dates looming in the distance when they you know how they always put the the next month worth of shows they'll put it up right before the show starts i'm like oh there they are fantastic mania starting on the 20th or something like that um might oh my bad. god one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six of them this month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all live. <laughs> and we got the the other shit too going on. We got the the whatever that big the valley thing. There's some shit that's gonna happen in a valley. There's yeah. Kind of well, stuff going on, man. next Saturday we've got what? Uh, New beginning in Osaka. I think that's uh, Okada and uh, Shingo. And then yeah, the, the week after that we've got uh, Battle in the Valley. Man, there's lots of wrestling. Are we gonna watch and cover every single Fantastica Mania, or are we just gonna watch thought, watch them and then just give an impression? Or let's see how it goes. You yeah. Know, let's, play, let's play it by uh, by ear because. Uh, What's ear in Espanol? I can't remember. Oh, Ojo's his eyes. Um, I can't remember what ears are. So, uh, but those. That's all right. Uh, anyone who knows, uh, <laughs> at Drusifer tweets is uh, we don't direct that. <laughs> I used to know that. I don't remember stuff anymore. Um, yeah, well, I don't know, man. There's a lot of fun stuff. We got a couple other things coming up in the episode. We're gonna have another wrestler diary later, and uh, also <laughs> Luke. We put together something at the end of the show. Do you want to tell us about that, Luke, or do you want to tell us about it later? You know what? I'll do it now. Uh, I think this person's name on the Tweety is Tora. Uh, so sorry if I fucked that up. But I put a, I put in a uh, another plea, another beg for the lyrics to Toriano's theme tune. And someone was uh, this Tora person, so thank you was just like, I'll just put it through Google Translate or something because this guy's obviously too lazy to do it in fucking self. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> and uh, sent me a version of that, which uh, you might hear in the closing moments of the show. Uh, so there is that. Something yeah. to look forward to, everyone. 
dramatic reading. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. So uh, anyway, are you ready for some wrestling? I'm definitely ready for some wrestling. Definitely ready for some New Japan Pro Wrestling New Beginning in Hokkaido. And uh, one thing that the commentators are quick to announce, even before the show starts, is just like cheering and full seats. Like, hey, I think I, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Did they say at the start that that even sold extra tickets because they could open the doors up more now or something like that? Or I don't remember them saying that. Did I make but, that up? Uh, they, I mean, but the place is packed and all oh, yeah. bands are lifted for cheering and seating in, in Japan. So, I mean, or Tokyo at least. So, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like they're a little quiet as if there's like, we know we can cheer, but we're just so not used to it. Or they're like, so, uh, I hate I, evil. Oh, until evil comes out, then they're like, boo. And <laughs> I can just see evil looking around going, I haven't done anything yet. Fuck you, evil. <laughs> I had to, <laughs> to work to get those boos out of them. There's a lot of a lot of silence in a couple of these matches. So, oh yeah, I think I think uh, when you get to one of the more uh, troublemakery crowds, they're gonna go absolutely apeshit. Yeah. And next I think that's Osaka next week, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's gonna. It won't be a shaka, Luke, in Osaka. It's gonna be expected, just like your boy uh, yeah. David Finley. <laughs> I sent you a tweety while we were watching uh, these shows or uh, one of the, well, the second show. I was like, by the way, David Finley, we got to expect him, right? Are we expecting him yet? Are we going to expect this guy? Like, where? Where is this dinner. man? I made dinner. It's ready. You're not here. I'm expecting you. Right. <laughs> I'm expecting you. I cooked all day. You didn't show up. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Pretty funny. Yeah, well, Luke, we are at the uh, Hokkaido Perfector Sports Center in Hokkaido, and that's in Japan. And this is not a B-League basketball arena. It's an indoor soccer and volleyball arena, but it's, you know, it's like a top notch. You know, it's it's like one of the higher letters of the Alphabet League of volleyball arena. So. Uh, we only care about the B-League in this, in this, <laughs> uh, in this life in Japan. Be legal bust for all of the sports. That's what B stands for. <laughs> Chris and Kevin on the call, like you said, all fans lifted. Fucking sweet, man. Oh, man. All right, so we start with Oscar Lube versus the Great Khan. And the commentators are great in this because they mentioned that, uh, look, Oscar might be like this big, tall guy that looks like he might be able to beat everybody up. But he has to do young lion things. <laughs> it's just like, even though everyone in the crowd knows, the wrestlers know, uh, we know, everyone watching knows, this guy's a big man and should be doing big man things. No, we got to see him do scoop slam, brab, <laughs> you know, all this kind of stuff. So, you know, he's hey, it doesn't matter what size you are, he's still going to start at the start. By the way, I do like the end of this match too because uh, after getting mega brabbed by uh, Lou. And it looks like a mega brad because Oscar is just so tall. There's a sheep killer on Oscar, and Oscar's like lolling his eyes back into his head, like looking like he's dead or something. It was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. He did good. It's not too yeah. bad. So he's got that leg drop. So, all right. Next we have El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Ren Narita versus Oya, Oya, Rihoe Oya. I, can't, I don't know how to say his name now for some reason. Uh, uh, oh wait, no, he—they're on the same team versus House of Torture. Sorry, 
Um, and this is Babyface Suzuki. It's amazing. You know, he tries to bring in a non-folding chair um, to like into the ring, and it's really funny. And it's just like the counter House of Tortures cheating, and the crowd is just so they think it's so funny. They think it's the greatest thing ever. And late in the match, Suzuki and Ren they argue over who will tag in to the delight of the crowd, which is awesome. Ren and Suzuki are comedy characters somehow, like in this in this whole thing, and it just works great. It's awesome. Ren he gets in versus Evil, and it's really good. Evil's bumping all over the place, but House of Torture they do the chain stretch. It's been a little while since we've seen that, and there's a uh, garrot on Ren uh, to booze that Suzuki in to save Ren to cheers, and it sets him he sets him up for the PK float over Northern Life Suplex into the Cobra Twist, and Ren gets the win, making Dick Togo tap out. And uh, House of Torture, their whole deal is, is they're like, oh, well, we can't we can't defend the titles because we retired them. So that's their whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> they retired the six-man titles, which I think is a hilarious gimmick. But um, Luke, I, I, don't, I can't – I have to say this now or I'll probably forget to say it, but something interesting about this night and the next night is that the whole, like, stupid spot that they keep using in matches, the – you know, all the baby faces get everybody in a hold, that thing – that yeah. didn't happen but once or twice on these shows and it happened like in a way that was like built to and actually worked and i was like oh wow thank you thank you new japan for listening to me and getting that spot out of every single match so there's only one i can think of at the top of my head and it's tonight in a certain tag match uh that we're gonna cover that tag title match but yeah can't wait can't wait oh my god yes I can't. this me. night rules <laughs> I look, I enjoyed both nights, but uh, yeah, night two is better. Uh, sorry, night one is better. What would have made night one even better is if um, they somehow would have uh, swapped the Naito shooter match with uh, uh, Ishii, Zack yeah. Sabre Jr. Holy shit. That might have been a perfect night of wrestling, but uh, it's all right. I can handle awesome. I don't know where I'm going with this. But anyway, let's go with uh, the Mighty Daniel versus Yuto Nakashima, Team Bishamon, and Tomohiro Ishii. And, yeah, I have to say this match is pretty damn great. It's a really good time. Uh, I feel like I I wasn't sure I really cared about a Haste uh, and Nichols feud with Bishamon, but it's been fun. They've kind of turned me around on it, Uh, especially with, uh, like, everyone in this match has a story, and I I really like it. You've got uh, Ishii and Zack Sabre Jr. going at it, always awesome. You've got Yuto Nakashima just pissed off with Vegeta because, like, you know, Fujita's think he's like the bee's knees. He's over like Rover now, right? Because he's uh, in a faction. Holy shit. I feel like it's lit a fire under the young lions big time. And then you've got the tag title feud going on as well. So everyone in this match has a story and they have something to do. And it's just a blast. Everyone feels like they're having a good time. Uh, except for the young lions because they're not allowed to look like they're having a good time. They have to look like they're killing each other. So uh, that's just the way that is. Add to that, uh, everything in this match just feels fast-paced kind of stiff and what more can you ask for this is kind of really fun cool preview shit and uh you know new japan pro wrestling is so good they'll even make you care about yoshihashi feuds these days so <laughs> there is that <laughs> vegeta beats uh yuto with that wrist lock that uh zach saber jr has been uh, helping him perfect on yuto yeah yeah i i was a little bummed because in this match he taught uh, Zack Sabre Jr. taught Fujita a new leg hold, 
you know, on Ishii. And I was like, oh, man, why didn't he use that to win? You know, but he didn't. That's fine. Yeah, that's what it is. But uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed the uh, this match as well. But next we have Watto. That's Master Watto. Uh, Hikaleo, Tomatonga, <laughs> and Tanahashi versus the Bullet Club Cuties, Kenta and Jay Hawaito, which is the best Bullet Club tag team ever. So yeah. uh, Kenta, this is pretty funny. So they're getting ready to do their, you know, announcements. And it's always like, you know, there's a like, drill to it there's a way they're supposed to do it and they know what order they're going to be announced in but like you never see it but kent is just standing right in the corner and it's jay's corner and jay's like come on fuck out of the way gotta get out of the way so i can get announced which is really funny and kent is like oh shit (laughs) acts like he he actually (laughs) stepped on someone's dog or something (laughs) so uh you know and of course jay takes credit for getting the crowd to cheer again you know, but uh, but then now that they're cheering, he doesn't like what they have to say, which is the no, best thing because ever. they're booing him. <laughs> oh, he gets blown up from doing the big long two sweet at the beginning. It's hilarious. Uh, and there's all kinds of tagging shenanigans and then clapping shenanigans, and they all brawl. And Jay stays away from Hikaleo, of course. And uh, we get back rakes on Tanahashi for a while, and then he gets his own back rake, and eventually Dragon Screw to tag in. Uh, Hikaleo for the uh, Hikaleo versus Jay showdown, and Jay makes Hikaleo look amazing, and that's like his that whole job me. in this. It's fucking great, man. And uh, there's a late Gator distraction, and uh, you know the cunning Jay though comes in for the save, and finally we get a preview from uh, of ELP versus Tama, which is something you've been looking forward to. They need some practice. <laughs> So there's like a part in this where they both duck at the same time. And Kevin Kelly goes, double duck, <laughs> which made me laugh. Um, but then Wadi, Wado and Ishimori, they get in and it starts a little rough. But then Wado, he's about to hit the ger- big German suplex with the crowd. is They're prepared to gasp for, you know, but Kenta and Ishimori double team him. Everybody in the pool ends with the jackknife folding pin from Wado on Ishimori. Wait a second. It's awesome. Oh yeah. Water water gets the pin. I wonder I hope he'll he'll continue to pin Ishimori and, and definitely you know not lose anytime soon. Uh just just look at the crowd gasp every time uh Hikaleo throws Jay over the ropes or something like that. And Jay just like <laughs> going for it. Uh so yeah. Uh I wasn't sure I was excited for Jay versus Hikaleo, but uh, I don't know. There's some possibilities there now, and uh, Jay's going to do everything he can to bump like a maniac for uh, for Hikaleo. So you know, it'll be fine. It's a Jay White match. Like, how bad? They add a cool little. They add a cool little thing to it on the next night. That's kind of like, oh, there's there's another layer to it, which is neat. So we'll see. Yeah, I do like the commentators. They they're really trying to sell it, and I understand it's their job, and they do they're doing it. But both commentators say like. It'd be bad to lose both of these guys. You could lose either a future top guy or a current current top guy. And I'm like, all right, well, I, I don't know maybe. if Higuelay is going to be like a major top guy in the future, but you can't say he's not going to be. You, like, you gotta you gotta put him over. So yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm liking that. I I feel like in both nights, uh, maybe maybe Chris and um. Kevin were a little energized because it was a little bit of a break between shows or something, because I feel like they were on point with story beats and really great at, at all that kind of stuff, especially like on these two nights. So yeah, don't, they, they didn't really, and they didn't really bury Wato either. So uh, that's also a little, little bit on the next night, you know, well, a little bit. So. 
Well, it's a uh, yeah, not too much. But anyway, next we have. All right. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to? I know. I know we got this the Lij match next. Do you want to do Billy Taichi or do you want to do Catch Two Two Doki Kamaru? I was literally going to ask you that, so I don't. I don't care. Proceed however you want to, but this next match is yours either way. All right. Sweet. All right, so next we've got uh, Shingo, Sonata, Bushi, and Hiromu versus Okada, Yo, Yano, and Taguchi. My first note here is, I know you don't give a fuck, Mr. Andy. In fact, I wrote Mac fuck. But where the hell is T-Tan? Uh, well, he'll be there for Fantastica Mania. Yeah, all right, cool. Glad we get to see him on those shows. All Thanks. right, so, uh, look... I give him a lot of shit, but we get a lot of Sonata Yano fun at the start of this match, and that is one of my favorite New Japan matchups. Uh, I get a kick out of it every time. Sonata puts Yano in a paradise lock and then uses the corner pad to break the lock. So uh, I was like, really cool. And Sonata even trolls him with an axe handle. So uh, Bushi kind of you know, holds out Yano's arm. Sonata gets up to the top rope to do a, a double axe handle on the arm. He lands first, then he hits the axe handle. <laughs> So it's just nice, fun, silly shit like that. Uh, look, uh, this match and this feud, look, it makes me want to believe that Shingo will win because, uh, I don't know, for some reason I'm thinking like Jay White's fighting the champion at Battle of the Valley. He's just there, isn't he? I don't know. I, I, I'd i have to look it up. So I don't know. Because I, I feel like I, I've, I've seen Jay and Okada a few times. I'd love to see it again, don't get me wrong. But I haven't seen Jay versus Shingo that often, so I don't know. No, but that would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So, uh, look, Shingo and uh, Shingo and Bushi, they take out a Carter at the end of the match, and uh, there's a last of the dragon on Taguchi. And the thing about Taguchi being in all these previews, uh, it keeps making me wish that he was the one feuding with Romu. So, yeah. But uh, there's uh, like... Jay White is facing Eddie Kingston. We forgot about. Oh, and, and that's there right. Is no, that's going to be amazing. There, oh yeah, there's no chill, challenger yet for the the champion. So basically, it's it's the oh. winner of Shingo Shingo and Okada versus X. So we'll see. So just whoever X comes is. out and goes, "Oi, I want a title shot." <laughs> uh, right. Yes. And then uh, Yo and Hiromu they uh, throw each other into the ring barriers over and over again after the match. Yeah, yeah, it's like fuck your leg, man. Pretty cool. So you want to do the tag match or you want to do the singles match? Yeah, let me do the tag match. Sounds good. All right. So I said it on the Tweety. I even said it to you. I said it to my wife. I said it to everyone that'll listen. I want to see gold on Doki. I'm not happy unless Doki has gold. And yeah, so uh, so uh, so. Keep that in mind, like, everyone's probably thinking, oh, God, he's going to shit on this match, isn't he? Uh, absolute opposite. Like, the video package, I'm even going to talk about that. that kind of rules, because it's all about making Doki out to be a fucking badass and a threat. And I'm like, yes, please, I'm all about that. And uh, this, uh, this fucking Takamichi Noku, yeah, I said that right, saying, uh, <laughs> you know, so far we have nothing, but we're just four guys. And I see they've got more than nothing, because they've got a new T-shirt. And I'm like, uh... Yep, I'm going to get that uh, as soon as I oh possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I hear Doki in the crowd quite often in this match, and I'm just like, I'm yeah. not Japan. <laughs> There's Chompy refing this as well. And, uh, like, 
match is starting off. It's it's really nice. They're both the both teams kind of fill each other out. And TJP he hits this senton weird, uh, just flips onto Kanemaru and it's a little weird there. And Kevin's just like quick to go boom. Oh, that's because Kanemaru's working the knee and it's got that knee story that's been leading up to this. So we don't just have like Doki and Kanemaru versus Catch Two Two. We've also got the mini feuds happening at the same time of Kanemaru versus TJP and Doki versus yeah. Akira, which will play into this match uh, quite a lot. <laughs> like the crowd crowd goes nuts seeing uh, Kanemaru Irish whip Doki out to a massive dive on the outside to Akira. There's a Kanemaru knee smash to TJP on the floor. Oh, my God. There's Great Okan in Dick Togo cosplay just hanging out. There's... <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of uh, just two guys fuck your leg action on TJP. Akira does this amazing spin springboard backflip to the outside on Doki, and and I'm, and it's it's about like here that I, I start noticing more and more often. Like it becomes like even so obvious that even a dumb dumb like me can be like it's like whoa this is really great because every time TJP uses a leg, even if it's just like a short kick or, or something like ah fuck he sells it. And keep that in mind because, like, that builds and builds to the to the climax at the end of this match. It's so fucking good. Like, uh, TJP misses this Bamba splash, and Kanemaru's like, fuck your leg. There's a figure four. Uh, TJP kind of sets up for a leaning tower. At some point, he can't do it. His leg buckles under him. He can't get it. Oh, dude. It's like I, I'm not even calling all spots. It's just way too much. Do, Doki kicks out of this gnarly fireplex by Akira, and I'm just like, whoa. TJP can't do another finisher. Oh, Taka, Taka's like, um, TJP's fucked. Like, so he's like, stop edge, stop edge, call for the bell. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Akira tags in. There's a Doki Choki with a figure four. So I think that's the first time we've seen that double spot yes. tonight. And it works right here. The crowd is going fucking bananas. I'm going bananas. Akira makes it to the ropes. Uh, Kanemaru does a moonsault. In a, then Doki does his gnarly neck breaker. That No, daybreak, no. Akira flips out of the suplex to Luna. Hold the fuck, am I watching? I'm watching the TV going, go Doki, go. And I'm like, oh, go, and then, and then TJP and Kanemaru mount the comeback, uh, TJP and uh, Akira. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. And they, then, then just two guys come back. I'm like, yes, go get it, boys, get it. So they made me believe absolutely big time. So, oh, fucking so good. Oh, my God. Then, uh, then the finish, like, this, this match ends so good that oh, I'm not even disappointed. Like, TJP, whose leg is just fucked. It's just, I'm surprised it's still on him at this point uh he don't uh, i'm sorry kanemaru is on the outside so <clears throat> tjp sacrifices himself by doing a plancha and lands awkwardly right. on the leg totally selling that leg and i'm like <gasps> he's taking him out and then he takes him out because he trusts his partner akira to get the job done and he does <sighs> he gets the fireball and catch 22 retain holy shit <laughs> that was fucking incredible that was a, i was on the edge of my seat like i the, it's no secret that we're huge doki fans and we want to see some gold on him and 
I was just like, they're going to have to pull out something amazing for me to be happy of a Doki loss. And they did it. The ending was awesome. They just had a really good story from start to finish. In fact, even the previews tied into it with Doki always pinning Akira or like Kanemaru just like slowly and but surely just, just kicking the shit out of TJP's leg and just, all right, you can kick our asses individually. Well, what about both of us together? Uh, and then the, it was just like too much. They were just able to sacrifice and overcome. Holy shit. This, yeah, catch that's great, team, right? It's like, this is the beginning of Just Four Guys stealing the show, too. Just Four Guys versus UE is basically stealing all these shows. And uh, this match has got a weird dynamic that you're, like, thinking, like, well, how are they going to do this? Because it's it's heel, it's a heel-heel match, right? It's heels versus heels. And usually that doesn't work. Although in New Japan, that does work because they just all wrestle as baby faces. <laughs> so... You know, they're they're all baby faces in the match. And I just I hate to give this guy so much credit, but goddamn TJP was unbelievable wow. in the match. And he was like the glue that held it together. He's the one that like the story was centered around mostly. And like you said, that big moment where he hit the big plancha, it was like commentary came in perfectly. They knew exactly where they were in the match, knew exactly what was going on. That was tremendous pro wrestling like on every level from the camera work to the commentary to the match itself what a i i don't know i was blown away by this match. <laughs> was fucking amazing so wow i'm, I'm not it might be my match of of uh, the weekend uh, on of tv shows uh, i should say like it's hard for me to say it's better than seeing cole fletcher and robbie eagles live in person you know what i mean but yeah. uh, in terms of what i watched on the on the tv uh, there are other matches I love. We're about to talk about another one, uh, and there, there's at least a couple on the next night as well. But this is my favorite match uh, in, in Japan this weekend, this one right here. Yeah. It was awesome, it. man. And, like, you know, of course, just four guys, they're going to lose every match. So it's just the way it is, you know, and here we are. And, 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 that's, another... <laughs> and that's, the, that's the thing about them, Mr. Andy. You and I, I feel like just four guys, we're all in. Even though we know we're going to get our hearts broken over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. And eventually they'll win. And it won't, it'll be like, you know, when Hanma beat LIJ. And that, that one. Then I'll probably scream so loud that I'll shatter the windows <laughs> in like a five block radius. Or <laughs> well, hey, that's something else I do want to mention is that we don't, and I'm not saying that I don't like these guys because I do like these guys, but we don't have any dads on this show. We don't have any hanger-ons, you know, people that are just in matches to get pinned necessarily. You're and right. if they are, they're young lions who all have a story now because they hate Fujita. So like like you were saying before, everybody on the show has a story and you don't have Makabe in there just to lose and stuff like that. So it's like, I don't know, this is like concentrated New Japan. That's pretty good. So yeah. after that, uh, you know, Taka Michinoku, he's you know, he's just going to stay out there because the next match is Taichi versus Will Ospreay in a special singles match. And uh, they get a just four guys video package to start this match. And it is so funny. Luke, what is the, what is the, uh, what's uh, Taka Michinoku say? We going to change from now. <laughs> from now. <laughs> from now. 
It's the best. I love it so much. I'm pretty much. sure he says something these... like that after every loss. We're going to change from now. <laughs> well, they have they don't have any like highlights of them winning, right? So all of the highlights in the video package of them standing there looking cool or just walking to the ring. Because <laughs> 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 so, they have limited, uh, limited things to pick from with the video. So that made me laugh so hard. And then... You know, I tweeted it out during this. I mean, I was just ready to have my heart shattered into a thousand pieces. I could tell, you know, I mean, Taichi comes out, you know, and he's got brand new white gear. It's white on black instead of the, you know, black with the silver. So I bear my heart and prepare to, for it to break, you know. But uh, this match is amazing, all right? And there's a lot of amazing things about it. One of them is the crowd. Uh, the Let's Go Taichi chants are just so loud and out of control and Taichi's facial expressions and the way that he works this match is just, I don't know, man, this is like as good as it gets. I love it. So obviously they do their fast paced reversal stuff to start. We get our huge let's go Taichi chant just out of nowhere. <laughs> and Will hits a very, very safe apron, like knee to Taichi's back and like upper back. And so that's kind of what he wants to beat up is Taichi's back. So Taichi's selling his ass off, and the crowd is just solidly behind him. They don't give a fuck about Will Ospreay. <laughs> They're just like... It's also Taichi's hometown. Yes, correct. So, you know, which you know what that means. So, um, yeah. you know, the pants are off after uh, an axe bomber, and Will counters by doing the handspring into the ropes flippy kick thing. But this is incredible. <laughs> so, usually a guy runs into the ropes, right? You know, Kushida does it, uh, Jay Lethal, you know, you run into the ropes, you do like a, you know, handspring and you flip over and then he does, you know, Will Ospreay does a big kick. He does that with a one step wind up, just one step into the ropes and does that. And I was like, okay, I've never seen somebody do that before. That's amazing. Uh, so Taichi tries to pull Will off the ropes during an os cutter for a dangerous suplex off the ropes, which is great. He hits another one or he hits another one after a second handspring attempt by Will. So Will goes for double dipping on a few things and, and Taichi catches him. And then we get the Kawada kickoff. So oh my this is like the all Japan section of the match where, you know, they start doing Kawada kicks to each other and they start to get real pissed. And it's a really great like kick and versus chop battle. And they barely do any moves during this section, but it's so great because like, like as soon as they pick up steam, like Taichi falters, you know, and, and it, it's just, he, they build to this big moment and, it, you know, they, and then he blasts a bunch more Kawada kicks and hits the buzzsaw kick when he had tried to hit before. And uh, it's this big, long section. That's just like a, a big, long sentence. That's amazing. And I love it. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, Taichi's shaking out the cobwebs. And he just eats a hook kick immediately, right? Hidden Blade is Dang. countered by a last-second X-Bomber out of nowhere. Uh, it looked real painful, and it was great because, like, Will, like, went right into him. I mean, like, they they collided really hard, and it was good. Let's see here. <laughs> now, it's crazy reversals, and Will hits a legit Tiger Driver 98. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, because it's, you know... It looks like somebody botching. It looks like someone botching a power bomb, but it's not a botching a power bomb. It's driving the mm. opponent into the mat. So that's what happens, and it's scary, and it looks amazing, right? And uh, then there's an os cutter for two, but Taichi hits the like super other tiger triple crown bomb driver thing. Oh my god! 
<laughs> it will sound like he broke his neck. And Great Ocon teases throwing in the towel. He is still dressed like Dick Togo. Uh, we get a <laughs> hidden hit. I don't know if you saw this, but wheels down. So what does Taichi do? Hidden axe bomber to his back, which is great. <laughs> I love that. I can't type as many moves as what's happening here. It's so incredible. It's I love too it. Many. Taichi nopes a super os cutter and gets a near fall with the Gato clutch. It was really close. And the crowd's like, wow. Oh, man. And then this finish is just bonkers. So Tai Chi gets put over pretty strong here because there's a crazy suplex from Will, which Tai Chi fires up from. And then another hidden and then like he hits a hidden blade. Then he fires up from the suplex uh, after that. And there's another hidden blade, but he kind of goes crazy and will not bend to Will's will, if you will. And he keeps getting <laughs> destroyed with elbows, but he can barely stand. So. Like, there's a huge Yokozuna elbow, but Will hits a roaring elbow to, elbow to return. And uh, Chumpy wants a 10 count because he thinks Tai Chi's KO'd. Like, Will's going for the pin, and, Ty and Chumpy's like, nope. I ref just four guys' matches, and I know when they need a 10 count. So he calls for the 10 count. Fuck off. <clears throat> but then it's Hidden Blade, uh, Stormbreaker, and Will wins. And uh, this match is tremendous, and Tai Chi's KO'd. And sells dead until a young lion has to like carry his lifeless corpse to the back. And Will does the hilarious, like, oh, let's hear it for the kid kind of thing for Tai Chi. <laughs> That's just pretty funny. What do you think of this match, Luke? I fucking loved it. Yeah, they're losing, but uh, I feel like Catch 22 and the Billy Goat, they did their job. They won, but they also made their opponents look like a bajillion dollars. And the thing is about Doki, Kanemaru, and Taichi is, like, you know, they already look like a billion dollars. So now they look like two billion dollars. So, you know, it, this is this is gnarly. That that section where they're just Kawada kicks, then chops, kicks, chops, kicks, it, they don't really do any moves to each other until that freaking Tiger driver. And then then it's like, then the triple crown bomb, and I'm just like, all right. Man, this was gnarly. I'm surprised none of them were bleeding uh, and, and and all that kind of stuff. Like, it was just, if this was a Moxley match, he would have been bleeding, but uh, you don't always need it. <clears throat> oh, he would have bled, bled from, like, uh, I don't know, just some Irish whip. The, 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 the pants the come off. The pants are off. And, you know, he starts bleeding. He's bleeding. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, in fact, I, 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 I kind of think this match and the previous match, were so good and so heartbreaking that uh, I can't re I can't recover so much to like kind of fully appreciate the main event and I feel like maybe the, some of the fans felt that way too but dude Tai Chi versus Billy was gnarly it was never as fuck it was brutal it was it was great and the time I did it was just uh, Two, two matches in a row, and I'm just, like, totally wowed. Just four guys. I think they're my boys for life now. <laughs> and I know they're going to lose a lot. But uh, the United Empire, man. They've been great, you know. They're like the matches? best faction. How, how many bad big matches have they had? Hmm. None. Yeah. Yeah. None. And they're yeah. getting better. I, listen, United Empire came in here, and they're like, oh, you know what? Andy hates Team Fisherman. Let's 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 fucking you know put him over strong and and like 
you know, that's what happened at Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, the, you know, United Empire's done some amazing things in New Japan this year that I didn't think could exist. But where's Jeff Cobb? Come back, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, I feel like that's the kind of. I feel like both nights had were pretty stacked with talent and all that, but there was still that feeling of, oh, there's a lot of people missing. Like, where the fuck was Farley at these shows? <laughs> he was. He was like doing, in, but, in your yeah, town, man. <laughs> <laughs> get your ass on the plane and go back in time so i can watch you at uh, my fib four show so uh, no. <laughs> all right so how are we gonna do this so all right the main event is a special singles match it's show to umina versus naito i got a lot to say about this i think this is a this is similar in a way to the situation that um you know at wrestle kingdom where we had jay white and okada after you know will osprey and uh kenny omega where now it's yeah. it's kind of a mini version of that a little bit you know where it's a little smaller scale but at the same time it's similar because this is like a 40 minute match or something like that and i don't know how long it is with entrances because the like match itself is like 37 minutes but the entrances are like 10 minutes each minimum so this is like an hour deal here and it's not that great you know, it just isn't. There's a lot of problems with this match, you know. Um, there's this weird thing where, like, you know, it's really slow-paced, which is fine. Naito matches kind of are. Sometimes in a big Okada or Naito match, you can kind of skip the first half if you want, and all you miss is, like, the first couple sentences of the story, and they'll fill you in on the rest later. So, you know, it, it's not that big of a deal, but this uh, – I just noticed something was wrong in this match. When Naito – is beating up Una and he takes him on the outside and he hits like the worst neck breaker I've ever like. I mean, what was that? He hits this like neck breaker on the guardrail and it's just terrible looking. It looked awful. And they did a lot of stuff that just didn't look good in the match. And it was like, it, they just weren't on the same page. I don't think it was bad by any means. I think it was really good, especially towards the end, but it just was not, it wasn't what people were expecting from these two. They were expecting this to be the the match that was going to blow everybody's minds. But it turns out it's Tai Chi, you know, and Will Ospreay, but mostly Tai Chi. So, yeah, this match is weird. Uh, I feel like all right. So it's Tai Chi's hometown. So by association, it's just for it's a just four guys town, right? Yeah. Like they love just four guys. They just watch them have an epic tag match and lose. And they just watched Tai Chi, their boy, have an epic match against Osprey and lose. So that's a lot. Like, I was still kind of into watching some wrestling, which is good because by the time I finished this show, uh, everyone, uh, I was straight into <laughs> the next show. So I watched a lot of wrestling in a short span of time. So. I don't know. I feel like there were some of those factors as well. Like this match might have been better suited if it was like more like 22 minutes and slotted in between the just four guys and UE matches, yeah. maybe because I feel like the, the the fans have a hard time getting into it because Shooter's the new guy, so he's a face, right by association, and no, and doesn't matter what Naito does, no one really wants to boo him ever. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No one knows who to cheer for. It's a little little botch here, not perfect. Like I, you and I were talking about this on the on the ch on chat privately. It's you were mentioning that people online 
we're saying, oh, it's over, shooters, piece of shit, like, he should yeah. fucking just quit now, all this kind of stuff. And <laughs> it already popped into my head, like, the months and months and months we had of ragging on Great Khan, and now we think he's one of the best things ever. Uh, months and months and months of us ragging on Master Wato, and we still kind of do, but, you know, we're behind him, we like him. And Jay White versus Tanahashi, his big first big Wrestle Kingdom match at the Dome. It wasn't that great. In fact, it wasn't that great for like maybe a month or two. And then it started fucking clicking. And then, you know, who's this Jay White guy? Oh, my God, he's amazing. So chill out. <laughs> what, happened, what happened to that Jay White guy? Oh, he ended up main eventing the Dome two years in a row. So he's fine. Like, Shooter's fine. It's his first match back. It's his first big match with Naito. Maybe their second match will be just a fucking, you know, it'll blow the roof off the joint if it if and when it happens again. Just relax. It's fine. You know, no one, not everyone is like Okada. I, I arrive and I'm already fucking, you know, super cyan and shit. You know, like, that's, that's, that's not, that's not the norm. But they have to get over there, maybe their jitters kind of find their feet, you know, and then go from there. It's fine. You know? But, uh... Yeah, this first chapter in a long story, not the end of the story, you know? And and maybe Naito isn't the best, you know, guy to have uh, someone like this, you know, like Shooter go up against first, or, you know, clearly it wasn't perfect, but at the same time, you know, I mean, like, who's he going to feud against next? It's probably going to be Naito again for a while, but at the same time, Hopefully it'll be somebody different and we'll get to see all kinds of different sides of shooter that we haven't seen yet. So, yeah. Yep. Agreed. So does this like kill the, my interest in shooter? No, not really. Uh, I'm interested to see what he does next. And uh, he's just going to grow. Fucking hell, people just relax. Yeah. Well, he is, he is legitimately over with babies. So just want <laughs> everybody to know that if you're a baby out there, you know, I am the roughneck. Everybody Here calm is down. your t-shirt, little kid. <laughs> <laughs> Babies love him. But this is a great show, man. I love yep. this show. And uh, I just, I just, the last match was just kind of like, oh my God. All right. Like, let's, come on, guys. 35 minutes. Oh, it wasn't even a title match. Take it easy, Nido. <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh so uh but yeah that was a little much for uh that but the crowd got what they paid for but yeah the you ready to move on oh wait should we do wrestler's diary or should we oh. do that after this what do you think well, yeah let's break it up i'm sure they love that uh we're not going straight into the show we're going to break it up with a wrestler diary but uh yeah you know it's a lot to talk about and uh we want to we want a quick five minute break motherfuckers so shut up all right so Jay, five minutes. Jay is uh, has been nice enough to be sending us some wrestler diaries. Our listener uh, Jay, not Jay White. Our listener Jay. No, no. Well, we wish Jay White was sending us anything at all. Uh, uh, listener Jay is better. So. Yeah. So Jay, oh Jay Doom on the Tweety who uh, follows us, she sent us our third diary. So we've done. A Yoshihashi diary, all about sober noodles. We've done a Yo diary, all about how he can't hold his piss in. 
I'm not joking. And now we have Hiroki Goto. Oh. This is this is episode episode what is this TV episode 393. And I'm like, holy shit! No one's read all of these Goto. Get out of here. And it is titled Overthrow Naked Old Man. What? And here we go. And uh, he's a bit. How does he have so many entries? But this one's all the way back in November. This fucking guy. I don't know. Maybe he just writes them all in like fast little chunks and takes a break. Who, who he's cares? Been keeping a diary a long time, Luke. <clears throat> See, part of my brain thought like, is that 393 from the start of like 2022, or is that like just ever since New Japan was just like, hey, can you do a diary for us? Okay, gee. We don't know. No. We tried to ask Robbie, but he didn't know. So. No. But, uh, by the way, Mr. Robbie, if it does turn out that you do have a uh, wrestler diary that turns up on here, I will read it out. So, uh, just so you know. All right. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, this is date November 1st, 2022. Hello, everyone. My secret pleasure on week on weekends when I don't have to. I'm going to start again. My secret pleasure on weekends when I don't have any matches is going to the sauna. The sauna I often go to is equipped with a barbershop. So first I have a proper shave and it makes it all the more blissful to hit the sauna afterwards. I left my house before 10 a.m. to get there right as it opens. Getting a shave here is very comfortable. I hear that the number of people who use barbershops is decreasing year by year. But I highly recommend that you try getting a real shave. You can also get a shave if you are a woman as well. <laughs> He's like, why don't you get a real shave, you piece of shit? And if you're a woman, that's you. That's what he's, I mean, damn. Go to take it easy. I finished getting a shave, which was as comfortable as always. Took off my clothes and got in the bath. My body warmed up a little and I entered the sauna. Inside, several old men were already inside the sauna. Oh, no. The same... The scene was the same as usual. Everyone was enjoying the scorching sauna in silence. About 10 minutes passed. I am one of those people who stays in the sauna for quite a long time. <clears throat> the man sitting diagonally in front of me on the top row made no effort to leave the sauna. Oh He's so strong, I can't lose. <laughs> I was feeling a strange sense of rivalry with this old man. After a while, he began to sway unsteadily and then started to fall limp behind me. I quickly asked him, are you all right? I called out to him. There was no reply. His body was very hot and his hand was twitching. Oh no. So I asked someone else to hold the door open and one naked old man took another naked old man out of the sauna <laughs> like a groom with his bride. I cooled down with a wet towel and immediately shouted for the staff to call ambulance. I like that he used the towel first. The staff come right. The staff came right away, but then two female staff members appeared with stretches. The room was in chaos. Everyone is so frantic about what was going on that they don't even care that the two of us are completely naked. A female employee <laughs> tries to put the naked man on the stretcher. But then I stepped in and did it myself. I held out my hand and I told them I would do it. 
Yeah, everyone has calmed down. Yeah, everything has calmed down. The female employee must have looked confused to be bossed around by a naked old man. Her face looked so confused. By the time the paramedics arrived, I was a lot more clear-headed. He and was, I was a lot relieved more... to hear that the other man was conscious and that he knew my contact information and her address. What? He had been in the sauna for more than 15 minutes by the time I entered the sauna. I'm really glad that it did not turn out to be a serious accident. One wrong move in the sauna can lead to a serious accident. Please be careful not to overdo it. It was the first time for me to have such an experience, but I thought I should learn some proper first aid. Thin. Thin. He wrote thin. Okay, (laughs) let me get this straight. So Kata loves to shave at this one place, right? But when he gets done shaving, and if you don't get a shave like a real one, you're a piece of shit, even if you're a woman. And so you go to this place. He's so comfortable. He gets in this vibe in the sauna and starts to have a stare down with a naked old man. And they're basically saying, who's going to stay in here the longest, right? And this is the man that he's challenged silently to this this duel of, of, you know, heat uh, fortitude and fucking the guy has like a you know a, a, a experience you know he has some kind of uh you know cardiac event or something like that in the middle of the sauna and Okada or uh Goda is worried about how you know he's naked that's what he's all worried about he and and he needs to cool off with a towel <laughs> he, he cooled off with guy. the towel before he said call an ambulance by the way wow <clears throat> oh, he could have killed that guy that was all right. That was so a really, really good wrestler diary. Nothing about wrestling though. Not one. That's bit. my favorite one so far, and it has <laughs> even less to do with wrestling than Yo's and Yoshihashi's. In fact, I don't. He doesn't use the word wrestle or wrestling in this at all. <laughs> but he does use the word matches once. Ooh, yeah. So, um, okay, that's that's my favorite one. Yeah, that was that's insane. Good. That was insane. It's crazy, man. Jeez. And then carrying him around like they're like it's his wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Maybe Goto is a oh, funny guy. <laughs> and uh, and Jay, uh, if you can't be bothered uh, sending us another diary, we'd uh, we'd appreciate it as always. That one was fantastic. That was that one was legit. Yeah. Insane and funny. Uh, yeah, she's picking the winners so far people. here. Yeah, that was great. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now that we've we've done that and nobody skipped forward, we are at night two of uh, of New 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 Beginning. New 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 Japan. New Beginning. Yeah, that's right. Do you want to start us off this time or? Yeah, that's fine. We got the New Beginning in Sapporo. We're in the same building. It's just the next night, but it's only like really a few hours later. You know, like the, for me, the first show started at 3 a.m. and the second show started at 12 a.m., which is like, I don't know, like 18 hours later. Like, Jesus. So anyway, uh, first we have just four guys, all four of them versus the United Empire. And this is a tremendous tag match. You know, Great Khan, he does his Papa squat thing in the corner on Kanemaru and all of United Empire, like in time with him, sit down facing the crowd and the crowd's like, oh, they love that. So that was great. Oh, Taichi and Will, they tag in for great reaction because they get to do a bunch of their shit. And Taichi gets a shit in on everybody. 
There's like he gets in and just destroys everyone. And the crowd goes nuts. So we get some more fun stuff where it's Taka Michinoku trying to beat Will, who sells, but Kratos Khan is in to break up any of that shenanigans that goes on. And uh, Taka gets two more really near falls on on Will that are just really close. And the crowd's like, oh, Zack Driver from Will, though, which is fucked up. And then a very, very safe hidden blade on uh, Taka Michinoku. Got to protect the legend, you know, for the win. That's great. Oh, hell yeah. It- yeah, exactly. You know, you, you know you're going to knock his block off another thousand times this year, so you don't want to go too, too, too yeah. over. You know, you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to, you know, have like a concussions and shit. <laughs> right. By the way, it's in between these matches where Chris goes, "Oh, my monitor's gone out, and Yano's not even here yet," so that made yeah. me laugh. Yeah, they get they get real <laughs> antsy. Like you can tell whenever there's a a crew, a New Japan crew member near them, like messing with something, because like Kevin's like. Don't even ask permission, you know? He, like, just starts talking to them. <laughs> and then he gets all mad. It's pretty funny. So something happened yeah. off, off camera, and it was, it was great. Look, guys, I'm, I, I, know you, I know you guys love your monitors, but can I suggest something if there's a problem? Just look up. Up. It's, it's right there. You're in the fucking front row. There it is. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> well. Yes. So, <laughs> so next we have the House of Torture versus Minara Suzuki, Ren Narita, El Desperado, and Yuko Nakashima. There's a newly married Abe, by the way. Uh, they mentioned that the first night. Uh, and he, just, uh, he has a family now. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, when Evil uses Suzuki to do the Abe spot, that's what Kevin calls out. He's got a family now, and that was. Absolutely, mwah, absolutely incredible. Uh, it's like I'm I'm so into this this feud only if only because I'm digging this dynamic that's building with Renderita. Like uh, Suzuki, Suzuki gets mugged in the corner to massive booze. Ren won't help, <laughs> but when he gets annoyed that that uh, House of Torture are cheating too much, then he gets in yeah. and interferes and interferes and makes the save and uh, holds his hand out for Suzuki to tag. Tags accepted. And this time they work together, which is really cool. I'm really liking this story. And Ren makes Pimpy Chap out to the abdominal stretch. Yes, I know it's a Cobra twist, but fuck you. It looks like an abdominal stretch. And And, uh, seeing Pimpy lose to a move like that makes me laugh and makes me smile big time. So thank you very much, Ren Narita. And after the match, oh, there's a bit of a talk. His hands out. Oh, Ren's, Ren's, Ren's joining them. And not only that. They're challenging for the never open six mans openly, and they're like, wow. "Fuck you with this retirement bullshit." We're taking them titles next week. <laughs> Not only that, everybody, but Yuto Nakashima technically won that match. Boom! Big win. Yep. Nakashima, broken arm, young lion, man, coming in hot. I thought that was fun, especially the big hug. They hugged <laughs> Suzuki and Renderita hug, and I'm just like, just three guys, you know. But. Uh, <laughs> Next we have uh, we have Master Huato and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kenta and Ishimori and uh, this is uh you know this is a, a really good preview match and it's like one of those ones where everybody's previewing it the preview up so Tanahashi easily wins the uh, cheer battle uh, versus Kenta 
And then Wado and Tanahashi fall prey to the exposed turnbuckle and it's heat on Wado. It's a great tag match. Uh, preview stuff on both uh, for both these feuds. Exposed turnbuckle to the face after a bunch of reversals and a pin with the feet on the ropes from Ishimori. Boo! So he pins Wado, but he has to use the exposed turnbuckle the and to do feet it. on what the a piece ropes. Of shit. <laughs> after the match, Bullet Club doesn't have enough, so uh, they beat they beat everybody down after the match. But Tanahashi chases them off, and there's a sweet chump up by uh, the young ref. Man, he took a massive like rolling flying chump up, and it was like, wow, we know where you learned that. <laughs> Chumpy's Chump Bump Academy, that's that's for sure. All right, All right so before I uh, continue on, I just wanted to mention something that uh, I, I wrote in the Just Four Guys uh, opener tonight. And that, all right, late last year, they broke up Suzuki Goon. We cut now to February, and I am invested slash into the stories for all of the members of the now broken up Suzuki Goon. What are they doing with Zack Sabre Jr.? Oh, he's in he's TMDK now, and they just recruited a young lion. Oh, that's awesome. I'm into that. Let's see where that goes. Uh, just four guys having feuds with the United Empire. We've seen how that's gone so far. Now I want to see more where it goes, where, where just four guys go in the future. It's awesome. I'm in. I'm all in. Suzuki with Desperado and this story with Ren Narita. I'm in. All right, you're going to break up the team. I don't want you to do that ever. So you better have something cool for them all to do. Guess what? They got something cool for them all to do. I love you, New Japan. That's that's fucking great. Now this is this next bit I'm going to mention is going to annoy Andy. Uh, oh, no end. But uh, Kevin makes this m- mention in the Just Four Guys opener that uh, maybe they need a bit of size. And that makes me think, well, there's only one Suzuki Goon guy they haven't really accounted for yet, and that's uh, Mr. Lance Archer. So uh, I know you're like, no, stop it. But, uh, you know, well, every group might need a T-Tan. So there you go, for you. Yeah, but you, you th- he's going to come in and just lose every match? Come on. He's not going to do that. <laughs> come on. Uh, no, that's – yeah, that is true. All right, so next we've got uh, – I just wanted to mention that because – I know. I wrote – yeah, I just – you like I'm Lance so Archer. You want him to be in the in, I, I involved do. in these cool stories. I get it. I'm not mad I at do. you. Yeah. But I'm also glad that the, that so many of my favorite dudes all have totally, completely separate shit to do, sure. But, I mean, I'm just into it. So next we've got uh, Jay White, Al Fantasmo, and Gato versus Jado, Hikaleo, and Jado. No, that's not right, Luke. It's Tamatonga. I wrote Jado twice for some reason because uh, – Oh yeah, because he, uh, he gets some uh, he gets some fun tonight. So yes, I also asked. Uh, this is all before I realised that uh, Jay was wrestling uh, uh, Eddie Kingston at uh, the Battle of the Valley. But I was just like, what would happen if Jay lost to Hikaleo? He can't come to Japan, but then like at an American show or something, like he wins the title. Like what would happen then? I guess he. That's I guess they'd maybe put the. Yeah. So. You know, uh, Akata beat him in America in Madison Square Garden, which Akata should thank Jay White for because, know. you know, Jay sold He's it out. So, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like there was some there's some storyline possibilities with Jay White losing to Hikaleo. Now, do I want that to happen? No. I don't want him to lose to Hikaleo. 
actually, I'm a really dumb wrestling fan. I don't want him to lose ever to anyone. So <laughs> that's so unrealistic. <laughs> but I like the story that they've that the commentators are setting up, uh, Kevin and Chris, which uh, makes sense and is really good. And it shows that they watch and love the product. Like AJ, when uh, he lost to Abushi, he didn't blame Abushi. He was like, who the fuck steered me off my course and just took me out of my game? Ishii, you son of a bitch, you're next. And and Jay beat him. Well, what happened this time? Who got it? Who fucking got into his head and distracted him? He didn't beat him in a match, but you know he turned on him and all this kind of stuff. It was Hikaleos. You know what? Fuck you, Hikaleos. I'm gonna after you. So it's the same kind of like. Uh, I guess that's just how he bounces back from a big loss. He needs to pick someone and kick his shit out of him. So you know that's that's just how Jay Jay do. So yeah. I like this. Jay's also wearing a charity Briscoe tee, so that's also really nice. So he's supposed to be this piece of shit heel, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you know he isn't because he's worn <laughs> Bullet Club Black Lives Matter shirts and he's worn, like, this Briscoe tee here. So, yeah, you, you, you know it's just a character, so that's that's fine. So uh, the commentators make, make mention that El, El Fantasmo, I mean, he's, uh, if he becomes never open champ, this is like an election for some reason. What's your vision for the title? I want to take it. <laughs> and heavies. Tamatonga, what is your vision for the title? And Tamatonga says, uh, just watch what I do. And I'm just like, well, I like Alfred Tasmo's idea better because if he wants to take on juniors, I know an awesome wrestler that he had an awesome feud with in the junior division that I might have met on over the weekend. Mr. Robbie, get in there. <laughs> do it now. Uh, uh, even though that the title hasn't changed hands or the match hasn't happened yet. But, uh, yeah. Look, and Jay involves everyone, and that has even broadened in scope to even including uh, the commentators. So Jay's even like, you know, hey, Chris, get fucked. Uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> All this kind of stuff. So, yeah. And Jay is awesome at just putting over Hikaleo. Hikaleo throws Jay around as well, and the crowd loves it. So if if they can like like nail uh, Hikaleo down as this big man, and he's a young dude, they've got time. I think I'm, I think he could lead somewhere. I'm like uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be a, a future top guy in like a couple of years, maybe like seven or eight or something. But you know, there's time, right? And uh, I like seeing big men do their stuff, especially when they bump like Jay does when they take the move. So that's pretty cool. And I guess all this meandering leads me to the note here that I've made, Mr. Andy, that uh, Jay has made me want this match. Like, uh, mission yeah, accomplished. Well done. Great, man. Yep. There's a gun stun. I like the finish, too, of this match because it so surprises me because you and I were just talking about uh, how Gato was probably going to win this. But there's a gun stun on Gato, then a cross face on him by Jado, which is double Jado's revenge because I've seen many a match where – you know, Jado's got his finisher on, and then he gets like a C trigger to the head, sudden yeah. death to the face, and then a dead Gato's dragged on top of him. So Tama does him a solid gun stun on Gato, <laughs> then a cross face just to get that extra bit of stank revenge on him. And there you go. I haven't had a good meandering Jay White chat in a while, so I really love that he was on that well, both nights. But there's something else to this that's really neat. So the reason why Gato was left alone. And not, you know, he usually he the only reason he takes a move is to distract for Jay. 
you know, that's the only reason that he, you know, will take a move in a match like in this kind of situation towards the end. And what had happened is, is that Jay had to run away from Hikaleo. Hikaleo, so that's he, right. He had, he had run up the ramp and was trying to like distract Hikaleo and get him away, you know, kind of get him to chase him so that he could do a move on him. But Hikaleo wouldn't go up there for some reason. So, um, you know, what happened was, is that left Gato alone and they just double teamed him and he was fucked. And so, you know, that's just, I don't know. There's something to that there. You know, I, I was feeling that Gato's, you know, uh, maybe Giotto will be ringside with the Hikaleo and there'll be some fun stuff between those guys on the outside. I think that'll be fun. It'll lead you know, to something. So, uh, yeah, Ref Chumpy was in that match too. And Jay was even fucking with him. <laughs> I don't believe it. So, uh, all right. So next we have Okada, Toriyanu, and uh, wait a second. And yo, is it and Not Yano. Yano. We got Okada, Yano, Yo, and Taguchi. Correct. But Shona Umino's in this match too, so it's like six man. Oh, okay. No. Uh, it's all of Lij minus Hiromu and normal yeah. T10, I guess. Versus Yano, Okada, Shooter, and Taguchi. Okay, so no Yo in this one. That's right. He's in the main event. Shit. No. Sorry, I was very ill this week, and this was at the middle of the morning, like I said. So, all right. So we get. Uh, but this this is a weird deal. So we get Shona Umino gets this cool <clears throat> entrance where it's a little different now. He's, you know, the spotlight has to find him. You know, where's he going to come from? You know, it's kind of that type of thing. But it goes on way too long. I mean, like, come on. Like, this is like a eight, nine-minute entrance for a tag match. What the fuck, man? Come on. You can't do that every time. So that's going to get old real quick. But babies love him. So uh, in this match, <laughs> I don't know Baby Doki is now a uh, baby shooter fan. That's disgusting. Baby Doki, I know. come on. Ah, uh, so there's a chunk. Dome, unlike Doki, Doki Okada, 2024. <laughs> this is a weird match too. Uh, there's a chump bump. We get fun stuff between Bushi and Yano, which has been a while since we've seen that matchup. That's a good one. And uh, Takuchi and Bushi is always fun too. There's fast-paced preview action between Shingo and Okada. It's really good. Sonata gets a bunch of shit in on o- Okada and points at his ear, and he's so happy, but his face won't move, so you can't tell. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this is an LIJ crowd, and they love Sonata. So they're, like, all about him. You know, this is, like, I don't know why, but they're just obsessed with him. That's great. And Naito wants to do – it's like everybody's in the pool kind of. That's what's going on here. But, like, there's two guys laying kind of in the center of the ring. So Naito walks over, and he's going to Irish whip Shota Umino. But, like, someone's laying in the way. So what does Naito do? He just kind of like says, oh, oh, here's Sonny. And he kind of grabs him by the arm and kind of walks him around to the other side of the ring and just buries him. <laughs> it was terrible. I was like, he must not like Shota Umino or something like that because he just, I don't know. I didn't like that. He just made him stand there and then walk with him for quite some time. And I know it's just a tag match. It's no big deal. But they just had this huge match and it wasn't so great. And then this happens. It was kind of weird. So um, yeah. I don't know. That was just kind of weird. But uh, Okada pins Sonata, uh, which you're uh, happy about. And Okada is bleeding from the back. He took some – something went wrong or something. He's got this, like, chunk of flesh moving from his back, missing from his back, and it looks awesome. It's like, yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> Look, uh, you know, I see this match, and I'm like, all right, uh, probably Taguchi or Bushi are going to eat this. That's fine. You know, no problem. Nope, Rainmaker on Sonata. And I'm just like – 
They're doing. Yeah. They're doing. They're. Are you trying to make me like Okada New Japan? Because like <laughs> you're starting to. You motherfuckers, stop it. I, I'm quite happy with my Okada opinion. How dare you make me? Uh, make me really like him. So now I want him to kick Sonata's ass some more. And uh, you know the Kimura stuff. I'm into the Shingo match. I know. He, I know Shingo's lose. I don't know, man. Dude, they're, they're, they're doing something. They're doing so good right now. I'm even like, I want to see what this Akata's going to do next. Like, what the fuck is going on? <clears throat> fuck, man. They, they were ready for this. They must have known in advance, like, some of this when, they, you know, when cheering can kind of start again and all this kind of stuff vaguely, you know, like, a, all right, government, when? All right, cool. Yeah. So now we can start booking towards that. Because it feels like now that it doesn't feel like they've started booking for crowds right now feels like they laid in all the groundwork in the last of the you know mix between cheering and non-cheering shows and now by the time you can the floodgates have opened they've already got hot storylines going for everyone to kind of uh, jump in and get invested in get interested in it's a good point yeah it's fucking awesome man <clears throat> and next we have what mr andy said was the diva spot match and I know offense to these four men, but he's kind of right. We've got Team Bishamon, that's uh, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi versus Team DK, Mikey Nichols and Shane Hayes. Do I hate this match? No, I think it's a pretty good match. It's a solid match. Maybe the crowd isn't too invested yet into Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols. And I think maybe I'm not either, and I feel like a part of that isn't their in-ring. They're fine. I, like, I, I'm starting to like them and appreciate them more and more every time I see them. But I think it's also, well, they had a bit of a, all right, Jonah, where were Jonah? Yeah, 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 Jonah's left. Oh, fuck. Well, these guys are in the water. What do we do with these guys now? Now they've got the, the, with Zack Sabre Jr. And they're absolutely amazing when they're with him. But I think I just haven't quite reached that for when they're not uh, with Zack. So, like, I think, I just think they just have to keep doing their thing and they'll, they'll be right. But uh, it's still a really interesting it's fun but yeah it doesn't blow me away either and it's also a matter of like how many titles changed hands this weekend mr andy <laughs> none right zero zero yeah and uh <clears throat> yeah so look it's good it's it's fine and bishamon retained goto pins i think uh mikey nichols to uh retain the, the tag titles look it's I like Team DK. I don't think they're ready for the tag trials yet, especially since, like, the crowd's not sure about them. But they, they will be eventually. The Aussies are great. But uh, New Japan's on the Bishamon wagon right now. They realise they've got a homegrown Japanese team that the crowd kind of likes, so, like, let's 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 go with that. So, yeah, it's fine. What do you think? It's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really enjoy this much. I was just, I don't know why. It's just kind of like, to me... This is like a classic situation where, for some reason, the like uh, preview tags were way better than the actual match. It's just that's yeah. the way it's themed, and I don't know why that is, but you know, it's just like Team Fisherman, you know, returned to normal here and uh, bored the shit out of me. And TMDK wasn't like exciting enough to kind of like bring me out of that. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah, so. But how about this, Luke? Why don't we uh, let – I'm going to let you talk about this next one because I know you don't want to talk about the main event, and I'm happy to talk about that one. So. I love you, man. I don't know. I'm just yeah, – so I had, I, it was like a couple-second pause there. I was just like <gasps> – hard caught yeah. in my throat. I'm like, I love this, man. Thank you. All right. So 
It's also like probably one of my favorite pairings in wrestling. I, I said leading up to this, like the only bad thing about this feud is that the match can only go for 15 minutes. But th- those two people, Zack Sabre Jr. and Ishii, well, Ishii's a master of getting shit in and and just, oh, my God. This match is insane. It's Tomohiro Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. It's for the TV title. I think, like, even – are they going to do it for free TV shows or something on YouTube? Like, those, are they uh, doing this? Those matches do come out on World every time. It's just they just post them on there. It's just like their own thing. And a lot of times they, you know, when they originally did that, they made it sound like it would be like on Twitter. You know what I mean? But you can find mm. the link to New Japan World on mm. Twitter. So that's that's what they meant. All right. Because uh, this match, not only is, if these two decided to have a war, like a refined bang, 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 15 minute version of the match they usually have, I would have been satisfied and very happy and easily pleased and would praise this match to the heavens and said, I'm going to praise it to the heavens for completely different reasons. Cause Ishii's pulling out fucking submission moves. Like what's going on here? And Zack Sabre Jr. is like, where did you get that from? So Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. does strikes. There's, Great reversal exchanges, and Ishii backdrops Zack Sabre Jr., another submission exchange, and then Ishii just decides, all right, guy, all right, Zack, let's stand up. So they just both stand up. They're like, we're done with this. Let's, let's punch each other. All right, okay. So they do. Ishii's bleeding from the freaking mouth. Both men, are, and both men are using their bodies as weapons too, which is something I quite like. Zack Sabre Jr. usually uses his limbs you know, his arms and legs as weapons, because that's well, they bloody blah. But he's using his body a lot more. He's throwing his body into these matches a lot more, Mr. Andy, and I'm fucking loving it. <laughs> like, these two men know they only got 15 minutes, so they'll do anything to get an advantage. Map-based stuff. Like, they even have time to sell things and give us a little couple, like, not of a minute breathing room, like Nido shoot or anything, like, like just a few seconds, but just let us go... <sighs> And then they go into the next spot. It's even more bananas. It, it's almost 15 minutes. Like, they get really close to the time limit. It's so perfectly timed, too. Ishii's, like, this reversal kind of timing. Master. Like, I don't know how they... I don't know how they do this. There's this... It, Zack Sabre Jr.'s going for what I feel like is either an alabama slam kind of thing, or he's got him in sort of in that position. Like, it's weird. And he goes to move Ishii and then there's a fucking flipping power bomb by Ishii onto Zack Sabre Jr. And I've never seen Ishii do anything like that before. What the fuck was that? So <laughs> these guys could have easily have done the normal 15 minutes, what they usually do. And I love it. So I'm going to love it. They, they didn't, they pulled out new moves. They did different shit to each other. They told a different story. This was amazing i fucking love this match uh it is like i'm just gonna put it there as like oh i I, I like it just as much as that junior tag title match like that's how much i like it i might like the tag title one a little more because you know that's 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 fine but this match is fantastic zach driver for the finish which is also really cool and uh look zach saber jr says anytime you want a rematch hey let's do it and uh he, he makes vegeta raise his hand after the match this match was so good <laughs> this was my main event these two nights have the same problem the wrong match is the main event for me for me for me 
<laughs> I know there's people out there that are going to say, yeah, yo versus Rome is pretty good. And it's, it's not shit. Definitely not. But Ishii, Zack Sabre Jr. is my jam. They're my, oh, they're my boys. This was fucking incredible. Absolutely. Oh, what did you think of this? That's great. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I liked it as much as you did, but I really liked it a lot. I mean, this is, what do you, you know, nothing to complain about between these two. It's crazy seeing Ishii do like a destroyer or whatever the fuck that was. So that shit was hilarious. Um, also, they took it right down to the wire. There was like 20 seconds left or something like that. So they kind of teased like it being a, a draw and, you know, the whole uh, uh, coin flip thing. But um you know, I don't know. I thought they used the time well. I was kind of surprised at how slow paced it was at first, you know, because they yeah. kind of really they really did give it a lot of time to breathe and stuff. And I was like, wow, OK, this is different than what I was expecting. But Ishii's you know, dropping down to do submissions. Usually you're, yeah. you're used to him just charging straight ahead, right? He did a cobra twist in the smash and the crowd was like, <laughs> oh, that's great. So, he did. Oh, man. Before, I really before you move this. on, um, yeah. I just want to point out that do you think this is the anti New Japan belt? Because New Japan, like they pride themselves on their 20 to 40 minute title matches that everyone loves, and we do too. But this is boom, in and out, 15 minutes, get your shit in, boom. That's like, it's not usually what New Japan kind of pushes. So this is something yeah. different. This is great. Well, it's not, this isn't the, a top belt. It's a mid card belt, so it can be whatever it wants to be. You know, it doesn't have to be that not to me and that's one of the things that's fun about new japan is that they've you know the new new japan or whatever they've kind of embraced different stuff and some of it's worked out great you know king of pro wrestling's had its kind of bumps and stuff and and you know and and house of tortures not always been the greatest thing in the world but they're trying new stuff and some of it works yep. really well and this this title's working really well um i really like the ending too but after the match uh zach saber jr does make an announcement that he finally has a new singles theme coming, so theme song, and it's uh he said it's it's a, a techno song, so I don't know. Hopefully it'll be <laughs> you know George Michael. We'll see, but uh, it, we've been asking for that ever since he got to New Japan. So, so wait, he's he's gonna get a new song before Tamatonga, who desperately needs a song that's new because it has <laughs> noises in it. And also cutthroat era as one of the lyrics. So, hmm. Anyway, ain't nobody realer, you know. So, well, Luke, this this uh, takes us to our main event of the evening. It is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title Match: Hiromu Takahashi, the champion, versus the challenger. Yo, and um, Yo has <laughs> a he has a strategy guy, and it just says inside says he will win. Good one, Yo. So uh, I guess. Uh, I don't know, man. It's but one I, of his boring entries from Dignity. Yeah, ex exactly, from Dignity. Unbelievable. So, Yo wins the initial running the rope stuff, and Hiromu bails the outside. And uh, Hiromu kind of takes over, starts chopping Yo a whole bunch, and it's a good match. I'm just, honestly, at this point, I was a little wrestled out, you know, but the crowd yeah, loves it. I know so, how you feel. You know, Yo remembers the real strategy guy late, though. He's been, like, distracted with this, like, bullshit fake strategy guide and then he's like oh wait i'm a junior hiromu's got a leg fuck that so he starts going <laughs> after hiromu's leg which is the real strategy guide for juniors and so he's like putting on calf slicers and stuff and hiromu's in trouble and there's a lot of this so we get 
amazing selling from Hiromu, and that's the name of the game with this match, is that it's, you know, it, it's just stuff like that. There's great psychology, too, where, like, you know, like, the comebacks have psychology, where, like, her, after Hiromu tries and fails to do some of his, like, power moves where he's got to lift them, he uses the ropes to help him hit a suplex and get the, and, like, get the momentum for his big lariat. So, like, there's stuff like that that really is great pro wrestling. Like, oh, man, somebody thought about this, and I love it. You know, but it doesn't have the emotional weight because we all know what's going to happen in the end. So Yo eventually um, has both Hiromu's arms tied up and hits a million forearms. And like Hiromu's, he's beat, you know, he's all beat up. And Hiromu has Yo pinned uh, for a while, though, like a desperation pin. And man, Red Shoes just doesn't even see it. <laughs> he's on the other side. He doesn't see it. And he's like, oh, are you pinning him? Oh, OK, let me get down there. Here we go. One, two, you know, and of course he kicks out. It was like, oh my God, it happens. They do the same spot again, but this time he can see it and the timing's perfect. There's a poison Rana and a great super kick from, uh, and Yo falls on Hiromu just like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Bridging suplex for two at 25 minutes in. That's the other thing this match is very long. Uh, direct drive is countered into a rolling fireman's carry and an awful looking time bomb that was like, yikes. The crowd's going nuts after Yo kicks out. There's a J driller, and Yo doesn't Yo doesn't kick out, but Red Shoe says he did. They they kind of botched that, and uh, that was poorly executed. O'Connor roll for a really close near fall for Yo. It's time to end this though. Time bomb two. It's over. Luke, what'd you think of Hiromu versus Yo? I I didn't, you know, I thought it was fine, but I mean, we just saw a Hiromu match recently on that noah show that was way better you know i don't know yeah i like that one you know what's you know what's weird to me mr guy is lij main events like how often how often do we criticize them like for anything how often rarely right because well they're awesome lij know their shit their workhorses they work well with everyone well, I just saw Naito uh, not really move the needle for me with Shooter, and now I just saw Hiromu again not move the needle for me with Yo. I reckon there's a path to me liking Yo. There is. It's called getting a character. Yeah. That's what wrestling is. I'm sorry, dude. Where oh, you are? You, all you did was change your clothes, black, dude. And you've got some intensity. You've got some good moves in your moveset. I like your kicks. The direct drive is a pretty cool finisher. I like I like his moveset. I want to. I don't want to fucking shit on everyone all the time. Even you're like that go-to match was really good sometimes. You know, like that. I. Yeah, but he's just. He bores me, man. And I this you know this match is going to go long, and I'm like. Yo's not winning this. Why would they take the belt off the Romu when he's, A, going to be wrestling the fucking Noah Junior Champion very soon, right? And he's got this freaking showcase happening in a couple of weeks. There's no way Yo's winning the title. So that made it even more boring for me. So I'm sorry. Like, I, if there's good wrestling in here, I know that they, they, they work. They did good. It's fine. It wasn't for me. If anyone enjoyed that, good. I'm glad they. I'm really glad they did. And hey, they're doing so much right now that for like for every one thing that isn't for me, like I'm interested in pretty much everything else they're doing. So yeah, it's like we're fine. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> we're fine. It's not the end of the world or anything like that. And 
you know, Hiromi's probably going onward and upward. And that's another thing. That's the same thing you could say about the shooter night. Naito's got a match coming up with Muto. They're not going to book him in, into losses and all that kind of stuff right. right right now. They're going to make him look strong for the Muto match. Muto doesn't want to face no chump, does he? You know? So there was a bit of that with the main events, whereas I feel like Osprey Taichi could have gone either way, even though I kind of knew Osprey was going to kind of win there. And Ishii's at a sex Sabre Jr. could have, yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. It's weird to cr- criticize LIJ main events because I, unless it's me ragging on Sonata, I don't remember the last time I did it with Andy. Yeah, I don't know either, man. Um, you know, maybe maybe one of the 3,000 tag matches they had versus Team Fisherman could have been one of those, you know, but usually they're very good and, and those matches weren't bad. I mean, I don't know. Naito versus, uh, versus Shooter was was not it was one of Naito's weakest matches, like since he's been the Naito that we know now, you know, mm. it was pretty weak. So it was just, you know, these things are going to happen, but I don't know. I didn't, I thought the Yo versus uh, Hiromu match was much better than the, you know, the uh, Naito main event, but I think I agree, you know, it, it's just the excitement was, uh, I was kind of wrestled out, like I said. So that's what I, I'm chalking it up to. And, you know, it's been a long weekend for me too. So I was just kind of like, ah, all right, let's get this over with. You know, I mean, I typed, it's time to end this. That's what I typed in my notes because I knew finally it was going to be over. And it was. By this point, I've been at Tamashi, then on, then the bus ride home the next day to Melbourne. It's only a couple of hours, but, you know, but it took longer than I expected because of traffic and stuff. So I get home and instead of having a comfortable time to watch all of it, I had to kind of, Put the 1.5 speed on. I'm sorry, everyone. Are you watching at 1.5 speed? Is that cheating? Who cares? I watched the whole show. And I had to manage to get it all done in time because, like, I like to watch these New Japan shows live. Besides, the even more of incentive is I knew you were awake for these shows. So I was just like, well, I couldn't do it last night. I'm going to cram this in so I can watch this with you uh, the second night with you. So, uh, yeah, no no regrets. But uh, towards the end of the show, you're right. Ishii's Zack Sabre uh, pretty much held for me until after Ishii's Zack Sabre Jr. Because I was just like, that was the last big match I wanted to see this weekend. I've seen it. <sighs> now I just... Go to bed. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wait. i got to watch 40 minutes of Yo versus Hiromi. But, uh, yeah. Dude. I'm I'm wrestling exhausted. I haven't even watched fucking Rampage yet. I, like I finished the show and I was just, and then Fort came in was like Rampage was on too and I'm like fuck off. <laughs> I'm not watching another hour uh, for for at least like a day or two. So uh, I'm kind of happy that New Japan has a no shows until Saturday. So yeah, absolutely. And that next show is the new beginning in other place, which is Osaka. Osaka. And uh, that's going to be crazy, notable. I mean, there's a bunch of tag matches, a note, but then there's a bunch of singles matches, and they're they're booked with no stipulation or anything, which I'm assuming we'll find out this week. There'll be some kind of stipulation put on some of these. We got Master Huato versus Taiji Shimori. We have Tanahashi versus Kenta. We have Uh-oh. the uh, House of Torture versus Red Narita, El Desperado, and Suzuki, just three guys, but there's no stipulation, like I said. Hikaleo versus Jay White, loser leave. It says loser leave Japan, just leave. And then uh, yeah. 
Just get the Tom fuck out. Tom Tonga versus El, Des- El Fantasma for the Never title. And then, of course, Okada versus Shingo for the, uh, you know, IWGP Heavyweight Championship, which these all these shows are eight matches. We think we just drop it to seven. We think, New Japan. Maybe we'd like that main event a little more if it was seven. You know, just saying. Still, like you look from the the card top to bottom, and it's exactly like you said. Uh, barring the fact that Hanma and Tiger Mask are on this night, there's still no kind of um, daddish wrestlers. It's all it's all guys with stories with something to do. So there is that. I'm looking forward to the ne- the uh, never open title match. The only part of me like, like I wish Tamatonga was in Japan like weeks ago, so you know to build up the. I just want to see the title more and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I feel like all of these matches have had a, a very distinct and solid build, except maybe the Never title hasn't had that quite that distinct build that everything else seems to have. But still, I mean, you know, I think it'll be a, a pretty dang solid match anyway. So, yeah. I hope ELP wins because he seems to, you know, be kind of in Japan most of the time, you know, for the most part. So I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. ELP is definitely one of those um, gaijins that's almost always there on all of the tours. Yeah. Put a fucking piece of gold on him. Jesus Christ. I mean, they gave Chase Owens the fucking, you know, king of pro wrestling. He he didn't get the belt. He got the trophy. He couldn't even get a U.S. title shot. Did he ever get that shot? (laughs) Kendra was just like, don't I want to see no. you, man. I want to see me. So I'm doing it. Okay. Man. Oh. We did it, Luke. So oh, yeah, we did it. Two big shows, Wrestler Diary. And, you know, we're going to leave you after the show with a, a tremendous dramatic reading by Luke himself of Yano's theme song. <laughs> and it is something else. And it, it's it's like, it's not very long. So enjoy it. You know, it's short and sweet. You'll love it. That's right. Just like this podcast, short and sweet. Uh, Two hours. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so many good stories. So many ways that uh, New Japan can go in the future, and I'm looking forward to it. In Gato, we trust. The logic logic in front of my eyes eyes shines, shines. gripping Gripping knife, live, hard to endure, endure. hurt. Hurt. I don't don't answer answer to lose, lose. Fujinami, Fujinami. hurry up, up. Yokinan mission, mission. you are motion, motion. to whom isn't it like? like? Maybe, Maybe. isn't it like, maybe?
I'm done.